Thank you for tuning in to Locked On Nationals. And today I have a very special guest. I have the postman show, really, of the Washington Nationals for 1067 The Fan, the flagship station of the Washington Nationals. He is a staple in the baseball community here in D.C. And there truly is no one who knows more than Craig Heist himself. We're going to get into all of that and more right after this. You are Locked On Nationals, your daily Washington Nationals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's show is brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline, where the game starts. And thank you guys for making Locked On Nationals your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. And now to bring in our special guest, Craig Heist over from 106.7 The Fan, my coworker, someone who sees me maybe a little too much than he would like. But Craig, like right how are now. you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know it's not like we were just with each other uh, all day already. You know, I I know, I know. Well, let's see. I'm a staple. I'm uh, big in the in, in the baseball community. Let's see. The you check are. is in, the check is in the mail, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, for people who obviously, if you follow the Nats, you know, you know Craig Ice, and you know yourself. Really, I mean. This is someone to where you grew up in Baltimore. You've grown up in baseball community here in D.C. And you were actually there day one when the Nationals first arrived here. And now you're still here 17 years later. So I kind of want to get into that and really how D.C. baseball has evolved over the years. I mean, you probably remember the Senators from back in the day. And now they're the Nationals. Oh, obviously they left. And now they're the Nationals here. So what do you think has changed over the last 17 years? When it comes to Nationals baseball. Well, first of all, going 34 years without baseball in the district was a long, long road to get it back. Mm -hmm. And uh, 05, obviously, the first year. And uh, you remember starting off at RFK Stadium, the big crowd, all the things that build up to that. Uh, I was at the press conference when they announced the fact that the team was coming back. Uh, and, and coming from Montreal, and then baseball was going to be back uh, in Washington. And it, it was great because I had spent, Ryan, from early in the, well, late late 80s through the early 90s, uh, I started covering the Orioles on a regular basis, mm -hmm. and still do to that extent. Yep. But, uh, you, you know, you go all that time, and you're only covering one team, well, then all of a sudden 05 rolls around, and now I'm covering two teams. And <laughs> they're within 45 to 50 miles apart. One's in the National League. One's in the American League. Uh, up until this year, with the this past year, with the designated hitter being uniform throughout Major League Baseball, you had the pitcher hitting in one league and the designated hitter in the other. But, you, you know, both teams obviously – had their struggles for quite a while. I mean, the Nationals, certainly when they came in in 05, nothing was much expected of them. Uh, but all of a sudden, they played the first half of that 05 season, and they're 
whatever, 51 and 30. And yeah. they turn around the second half of the season and they go 30 and 51. Yeah. So they wind up finishing 500. But, you know, Frank Robinson's the manager. There's a tie uh, with baseball fans in this area because uh, when baseball wasn't here, uh, the Orioles and Frank Robinson, he, he was a manager there. But before that, he played for the Orioles from 66 to 71 and mm -hmm. against the Senators when they were here before they moved to Texas. So, yeah. I mean, that kind of comes full circle. And, and, and Frank is a Hall of Famer and he's managing this club. Uh, he, he was there in Montreal. Uh, it came down here and it, it was great to have that happen. I mean, here's a childhood hero of mine, Frank Robinson, and, of course. Or, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I'm getting to cover him as a member of the media. Uh, and, and it was really neat. And the fact of the matter is, in 60, I'm sorry, in 96 and 97, I covered him in Baltimore when he was leading the Orioles to the playoffs, both. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. And we know that with you, especially for people who know this, they do know you as truly before anything else, you were a, the Baltimore Orioles guy. I mean, you still are today. I, I, I mean, during the season, I see you leave here around six o'clock and you speed on <laughs> over to Camden Yards. Let's, let's not tell anyone well, how when, you get there so quickly, but when the, uh, <laughs> when the Nats are on, when the Nats are on the road, yep. uh, the Orioles are home and vice versa. And it's amazing that the schedule plays out that way because that does allow me to do my other job beside here at 1067 is mm -hmm. the fact that I've covered the Baltimore Washington corridor for ESPN radio, CBS, uh, AP, Metro, all those guys. Uh, so, so that's why, you know, there's yeah. that, uh, there's that commute. Yeah. And, and you know, you, you are one of the hardest working men in this industry. And I don't say that lightly, that that is true. Everyone recognizes that about you, but also something to where, we recognize a lot about you is your baseball knowledge. And obviously this past year in the past couple of years, we've seen the DH in the national league now. And just kind of, how does that make you feel? Is that like still strange to you or well, what are your general thoughts about that? Well, again, it's one of those things where I grew up an American league fan and that goes back to when I was a kid, but then you're, you're covering the game and the DH has always been a part of it. Then the, then the nationals come into town and you're watching a pitcher hit. And we used to laugh and, and joke when they would have the interleague series uh, when you'd be up at Camden Yards and you're watching their pitchers about a week before they're regular, they're ready to go into, into, into you know, the, the interleague play. Yeah. You're watching pitchers take batting practice. And I want to tell That's you a something. Show. And I, it was a show. And, and it was quite comical at times. So, uh, but, but, you know, you guys, you get guys down here like a Max Scherzer, you know, uh, mm -hmm. uh, guys who don't mind hitting, you know, it's, it's, they take, they take some pride into it. And I think that's the difference. But, uh, you know, you look at a guy like Madison Bumgarner, you know, Mad Bum is, is you know, a great hitting pitcher. Right. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, so there, there are some guys that can do that. But it's more the strategy than anything. I mean, in the American League, when it was there, you could leave your pitcher in longer because you didn't have to worry about double switches and things mm -hmm. of that nature. Uh, and, and, you know, so I, I know fans miss that end of it, but I do not mind having the designated hitter. 
it just it makes the game better in my mind just to have because I mean the pitchers at this point they were just kind of automatic outs like unless you're Madison Bumgarner or Zach Granke who's a hell of a hitter as yeah. well there's some guy Steven Strasburg here in DC he, he put a couple out of the yard and in 2019 against the Braves when he hit, just smoked that one I forgot who it was off of but it just brings back memories especially to where like someday when I have kids I'm gonna be like you do know that pitchers they used to hit, right? Well, it, and like, it does take no idea. It does take the strategy end of it away. I miss that. You know, having having the DH as opposed to the hitters. Uh, I mean, to, as opposed to the hitters, pitchers hitting rather. And mm-hmm. and I think that is uh, one of the one of the things that fans miss the most. Yeah, and especially back in 2019 with the Nats, like you know, we got to see it up close and personal when the World Series comes around. The benefit was to the National League who didn't have the DH, obviously, and the pitchers had to hit. So they had a whole, I mean, not 162 games. They had however many games over the American League to where they knew what to do in these certain situations. They've been there, and they've done that. And so I always I always kind of like that advantage when the Nationals were once a playoff team. But we obviously hope that the Nationals can become, once again, a playoff team. I'm going to get into all of that and more after I tell you guys about my friends over at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all on BetOnline.net. And guess what? The World Cup is coming up soon. And your boys, you just I know nothing about soccer, but my friends over at BetOnline, They're pros. They know what to do. They're going to tell me what to bet and the smart bets to make, and that'll be important for myself and for you listening or watching at home. If you love sports pods, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. And now I bring back in Craig Heist. And Craig, you kind of hit on something there a little earlier. Well, actually, you didn't really hit on this earlier, but it's something that I wanted to bring up selfishly that the Nationals right now, you know, obviously we were in 2019. You were there for every step in the way. You saw that team from the bottom of the barrel in 1931. And then you were there for them clinching the wild card. Wait a minute. 1931. 19 and 31. Not, oh. not, not the year. No, no, no. I'm not saying you were born. 19 thought- and 31. I thought the age jokes were coming out again. No, no, no. I never do that, Heisty. I never do that. Not yeah, one. you're right. You're right. In 2019, they begin 19 and 31. 19 and 31. And, and, they're, used... and they're 12 games out of first place at that point. 12 games out of first place. And, I mean, seriously, like that run that they had in that 2019 team was something that we've never seen before. But even looking back at that, would you think that if we were sitting here Think, think as if you're in 2019 when the Nationals just won the World Series. Fast mm-hmm. forward to November 17th, 2022. Would you say to yourself that this is a team that is last in all of baseball as far as wins? Juan Soto is no longer a National. Trey Turner is no longer a National. Max Scherzer is not a National. Would you have ever thought that that would have fallen so quickly? Anthony Rendon's not a national. Anthony Rendon, go down the line. Yeah, go down the line. Well, look, I mean, one of the things that happens is 
the turnover in rosters and this, you know, you get to a point where you, you hate to lose those players because they become such a big part of the team and the fan base and the fans love them and all of that. But the other realistic end of it is it is a business. And yeah. if, you, if you can't sign an, an Anthony Rendon, and in this case, you're looking back on it, I don't really think Anthony wanted to be here. Uh, I, I think he wanted to go West Coast. Either, either back to the West Coast or back to Houston where he's from and living. Uh, but I think he wanted to take the show out West. Uh, you know, Juan Soto, uh, a situation much like with Bryce Harper back in the mm-hmm. day, you know, you're not going to sign him. So if you're not going to sign him and the offer that you put out there is a fair one and he doesn't want to accept it, then you have to see what's available out there and see what you can get for him uh, to better your team. And, you know, case in point, you look at, Trey Turner and Max Scherzer and that trade to the Dodgers. And all of a sudden you're looking at, you get a starting pitcher back. You have your starting catcher in return coming back. And then, you know, you look at the Juan Soto, Josh Bell deal to San Diego, you know, Mike Rizzo got a haul for them. And, uh, and, and, and they, right now they're, they're starting shortstop. CJ Abrams is playing shortstop, you know? So, I mean, you know, there's there's pieces there that they got from these deals, how long it takes to develop and how long it takes for players to stick. You just have to wait and see. But yeah, I mean, when, when you're not going to spend the money, uh, you know, or, or, or if the offer isn't as good to the player and, you know, you have to do something, you got to get return for for the talent that you've given up. And I think Mike Rizzo, for the most part, has done just that. Yeah. And honestly, like, let's put your GM hat on for a second. You're not a GM, but pretend that you are. Would you have made those deals to where Mike Rizzo did when you're selling Max Scherzer, Trey Turner, Juan Soto, uh, Josh Bell? Because I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I backed the decision to move on from those guys from the reasons that you stated, you know? They weren't going to re-sign all those guys, you know? No, the no, organization's not spending right now. No, they weren't, but I think, I think if everybody – looks at it realistically the one guy or the one part of the deals that were made the one guy i think that everybody was more disappointing in than anybody that left was trey turner yes uh, and, and and i really think that that's the case now you know trey's free agent you mm-hmm. know is there a way to get him back here who knows would they want to bring him back who knows again there's a long off season lots of hot stove talk coming up uh oh yeah in in the coming months but, you know, again, you know, we've seen this before with teams that win a World Series. The Marlins did it twice. They did it, they did it 97, and then they tore the thing down, built it back up, and before you know it, 2003, they're winning another World Series again. Oh, yeah. Uh, two different managers, but nonetheless, the organization, they win the World Series in both those years. Uh, it, it's not uncommon to see – Somebody win a World Series and then tear the thing down uh, just because of either payroll, can't afford players, things of that nature. So who knows uh, what's going to happen in the future here. But, you know, Mike, Mike Rizzo is a pretty good, uh, pretty good evaluator of talent. And, and Former I'm, scout. You know, I'll wait and see what this what happens here. Now, the biggest thing and the one thing that they did have in 2019 was starting pitching. 
you know, you go back and look at that year. And the other thing that happened along with the starting pitching is that everybody, for the most part, stayed healthy all year long. That has to happen. And when you, when you have that happen, you can be successful. And they put a, they put a good bullpen together. And, and I think for the most part, Made some moves. You, you look at last year's team, there's a bullpen there that you can work with. Yeah. Now you look at, you see what's at the, in the starting rotation going forward. The big albatross in the room right now is Steven Strasburg and his health. You're talking about a, a guy who's only thrown, what, 31 innings? If that, since 2019, since if 2019, that. Yeah. yeah. So that's a, that's a big deal. Is he going to come is. back healthy? And when he does come back healthy, what kind of pitcher is he going to be? He's been he's been down a long time. That's a good point. And thank you for making Locked On Nationals your first listen today. If you're a second listen today, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. And Heisty, you hit on something interesting there to where this team in 2019, really, especially 2019, we know what it has. We know what a championship team and a postseason team looks like. And at the forefront of all of that is starting pitching. And right now, this team has had shaky starting pitching. But I look at guys like Josiah Gray, Cade Cavalli, Mackenzie Gore. I mean, that could be a nice three-headed monster there for the Washington Nationals moving forward. So kind of what do you think about those guys? Do you think we need to add on more as well yeah. as that? Absolutely. Of course. Absolutely you do. And it'll be interesting to see what Rizzo does in the uh, in the offseason as far as solidify the starting rotation. But, you know, Patrick Corbin's owed a lot of money. He's going to pitch. He's going to be a yeah. part of this rotation. You know, can can he put the last two years behind him and, and figure it out and get back to being a Patrick Corbin or at least some portion of the Patrick Corbin that we saw in 2019? Don't know. Uh, I know from covering him and talking to him and being around him that he was just as frustrated as as anybody yeah. else was, and you know because he couldn't figure it out. And uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. But you you look at some of the other guys in that rotation, whether it's uh, you know Paulo Espino, Corey Abbott, Joanna Doan. Uh, again, these are guys who who may get a shot again at trying to get into that rotation, but uh, the, you got to fortify that uh, rotation with, with somebody. To. And I'm not saying they got to go out and spend money to get a, a Justin Verlander, yeah. right? You, but you have to guy, you have to go out and get somebody who you know is reliable, who can make starts, and who can keep you in the ball game and go deep into the ball game and stay healthy. Health is the biggest thing out of all of it. Yeah, it is. And seriously, when you look at it, cause it's like, if we get a healthy Steven Strasburg, which at this point, I'm just not banking on a healthy Steven Strasburg. It's for Steven Strasburg. We know, and you know this specifically that he's not really too open with the media. And the fact that when he was very open with Jesse Doherty and his story back in September, Mm -hmm. Where, like, he said, like, hey, like, I don't know what's going on. Mike Grizzo has said it, too. No one really knows what this injury leads to. But that's a different day and a different conversation. What I want to transition to now, and we're going to do that after I tell you guys about my friends 
over at Simply Safe. If you've thought about securing your home with home security, but have been putting it off, you'll want to listen up. Right now, Locked On Nationals listeners can order the number one rated Simply Safe home security system for 50% off. This is their biggest offer of the year, and you won't want to miss it. Here's why I love it. I work in D.C. a lot, and I'm not home to see my dogs, to see all my belongings. And guess what? There was a break-in down the street a few days ago, and my friends at Simply Safe notified me right away and let me know that everything was all right in my home base. Simply Safe was named the best home security system of 2022 by U.S. News and World Report a third year in a row. In an emergency 24-7 professional monitoring agents use fast protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify the threat is real so you can get priority police response. Don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system I recommend. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash URL today. This is their biggest discount of the year, so don't wait. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB. And now I bring in Craig Heist again for the final stretch of today's show. And Craig, we've been talking a lot about pitching. We've been talking a lot about 2019, but now we're in the rebuild. We're in the thick of it. But as we both mentioned earlier, I think we both would have done those deals shipping off Trey Turner, Max Scherzer. Well, Trey, Trey Turner is actually in a, in his own category because he wasn't a Boris client. And if you know about Scott Boris, his <laughs> whole goal is to take his players to free agency. And Mike Rizzo always says, and we've, I know we've talked about this to where it's like, well, we have a good working relationship with Scott Boris. I'm sure you do. I'm sure you guys get along well. But <laughs> for some reason, they certainly don't resign here in D.C. But again, another conversation for another day. But right now, let's look at C.J. Abrams and what you saw from the young gun this year. Because I, I like the ability that he brings. And the Padres were high on him. You know, this guy yeah. was sped up through the minors. He started the year off on the opening day roster. Started at shortstop as a 21-year-old. And he was a top 10 pick. What did you see from him this year? Well, when he got over here, what I saw, first of all, was his athleticism. That's the biggest thing that that, that jumps right off the page. Oh, yeah. Uh, he can go in the hole. He's got the arm, uh, and he makes all the plays. He's very athletic in doing it. Uh, there was a little bit of a, a struggle at the beginning at the plate for him, but as he got more at bats, you know, is he going to be a 25, 30 home run guy? No, but is he a guy who can get on base, use his speed, and create havoc that way to put pressure on the defense? I think so. But defensively is where he shines for me. And uh, I, I think uh, as he continues to develop, uh, he's going to be a real good ball player. I agree with that. And, you know, this is something to where I asked our uh, good buddy Grant Paulson the other day, a few weeks ago when I had him on the show. And this is going to be a tough question, Heisty. So you ready for it? Sure. Who is the face of the Washington Nationals as we sit here today, right now? <laughs> well, if you had if you had to pick one guy from the last two months of the season, it would be Joey Manessis. Yeah. You I know? mean, I said that, too, and I was like, you know, I try to think about it. I'm like, well, Akiba Ruiz, Josiah Gray, they're, they're both good. But, like, you know, they're yeah. not they're – not, 
I don't we'll know. <laughs> you know. You know, we go back. We go back to our very first manager, Frank Robinson. He always used to talk about fool's gold, and never let spring training, never let the end of a season, and a September call up, and what they do then influence you as far as the future is concerned about a particular player. Well. I, you know, it's it's a shame Frank's still not alive because mm-hmm. I would have loved to have seen what he would have said about Joey Manessas and everything that that guy did after 10 years in the minor leagues to finally get his shot and, and be a part of this team and then get regular playing time day in and day out for the last two months of the season because yeah. all he did, all he did was continue to produce. So, yeah. uh, you know, it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see where he plays next year because uh, recently they they wound up outriding Yadiel Hernandez to Rochester. So I don't think necessarily that he is in their plans for the opening day roster of 2023. So that means that probably Manessas goes out to left field. And if, if they happens, don't make a move. Right. If yeah. they don't move. But if that's if that's the case, they're going to have to go out and find a corner outfielder. Yeah, and, and I'll, I'll we'll end on this one real quick. Do you really see them making any moves? Because, like, I've tried to make a case that we could sign someone like Mike Clevenger to, to bolster the pitching staff. He's not going to be that expensive. I've said Brandon Drury, the third baseman for the Padres, just won a silver slugger. Like, I, the, I'm not saying we're going to go sign Aaron Judge or trade for Shohei Otani, but, like, there are moves to be made that aren't that expensive and would help this team right now and wouldn't really block anyone from the minor leagues from getting their opportunity. Well, I think that's absolutely right. And there are players out there who you can bring in that could help this team uh, that would not cost you that much uh, and the big time contract. But again, a lot of this is going to be determined by where the sale of this team and who owns this team is going forward. And, you know, Mike Rizzo says, well, it's business as usual. You know, management told me it's business as as usual. Well, that's okay. But if management changes between now and, you know, the next month or so, then what happens? How much money is going to be available to spend? All of these questions have to be answered. And you don't get an answer to that, Ryan, until after the the club is sold. Now, who who buys it? There's a lot of people talking about Ted Leonsis. Uh, mm. I, I think, I think that's a possibility. And the only reason I say that is because, uh, Mark Lerner is, is a partner of Ted's and that would give Mark the opportunity to still be a part of all of this, yeah. uh, you know, in some capacity. So it, it all depends on who buys it as far as, you know, what's available resource wise going forward. And that's a good point, Heisty. And thank you for making Locked On Nationals your first listen today. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. And you were saying, Heisty, you were touching on it with the ownership situation, and truly everything lies on that right now. And we don't really have time to get into that today because – I mean, there hasn't really been any new news coming out with it. We've seen Britt Giroli, both a colleague of ours. Um, she's reported over the over the last couple of weeks that Ted Leonsis and as well as Talk Nats over on Twitter and that blog, they were truly on this before anyone else. Mm-hmm. Uh, they 
they reported that Ted Leonsis and David Rubenstein are in the running for the Nationals. And truly, they're probably the likely candidates to buy this team. But we, we just don't know about that. And we didn't really expect the Nationals to spend this offseason because of that whole question mark around the ownership. But assuming Ted Leonsis or whoever comes in next year, they could spend big. But again, that's another day for another conversation. Craig Heist, 106.7 The Fan, covers the Nationals. He does post game on 106.7 The Fan. You can see him doing updates, and he's anchoring over there. One of the hardest workers in the business, and that's not fluff. That is true. If you know Craig Heist, say hi to him and tell him that Ryan thinks highly of him because he may get frustrated with me sometimes. And, and like I said, the check is in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Craig. All right, I end off every interview with what's for dinner tonight. What's for dinner? Uh, if I go home, it's probably going to be chicken tonight. Just chicken? Yeah. Oh, come on. All right, that's fine. I guess we'll just end on just chicken. Cra- I can tell you what I'm going to do. Crabs on the weekend. Crabs on yeah, the weekend. I go. had your cra- your homemade crab soup that you brought in uh, to the office. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much. All right. All right, Heisty. We're going to get this over with. And, again, thank you for joining us on Locked On Nationals. Your first listen every day. You can follow Craig Heist over at 106.7 and whatever he ventures into as he is one of the see, busiest mans. See Heist Sports on Twitter. See Heist Sports over on Twitter. Give him a follow there. It's a great follow. And – If you want any Nationals or Orioles moves, that's your guy to follow, Craig Heiss. So, all right, that'll do it for us today at Locked On Nationals. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'll talk to you guys on Monday. Enjoy the weekend.